welcome to Scrollin', a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm Ket. I'm Devious. This is episode number 54. Lady Laurent Stevens freaking cracked me up. She's so, like, <laughs> oh, abusive to him. So mean to him. <laughs> and never. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. Qu- yeah, I guess you did. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah. She, he, so uh, funny. Yeah. Yeah, with the like the clones and like the clones like, and all that. She's like they're obsessed with me, but yeah, and she's like, uh, oh, of course his clones are incompetent. You know, <laughs> she just keeps talking trash about him, even though he's in this dire situation. He's kidnapped. He's literally kidnapped, and she's like, yeah. oh, look what he's done this time. Yeah, he's really he doesn't seem like nearly as much of a you know uh, a. a f- up i'm gonna bleep that out <laughs> there's uh, nothing there's no I, I talked myself into a corner where there was nothing there else was no to way say out um yeah i mean he's he's he just i mean even when you talk to him though he's always talking about like you know how happy he is and he loves his post and it's a weird it's, it's a weird dynamic for sure but it's it is funny it is really hilarious Eve Joss is also hilarious. He's like exactly the same as in uh, Ruins of Mazatune. He's always like uh, acting like he's re- very, very brave and stuff. But then when it comes down to it, he's like conveniently missing or he's he faints or something like that. And then just as the fight's wrapping up, he's charging in, ready to go. I was like, oh, you guys already? Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. I like how when you talk to the other people around him too, they're like, "Well, he's um, yeah." They he's, kind of speak delicately. Yeah, about <laughs> yeah he's he's uh, he's uh, something. He's really something. Yeah, yeah he's unique. Um, I liked him though, and I like how ultimately at the end of that quest too, he was very uh, I don't know, you know, despite his silliness, he's. He's very friendly, very mirthful, yeah. and I felt like we were we were definitely like buddies. You know? He's a he's a good guy. He, yeah, he means well. He wants to be brave. He does. You know, he does. despite it all, he at least desires to be that. He does want that. Good old Heem Jaws. Have you done the? Um, I don't know the exact name of the quest, but it involves the four winds. I don't think so. It's on the southern uh, southern edge. Um, it's a side quest. Well, I've, I don't know. I feel like I've cleared most of that area, so maybe I maybe I did. It's a side quest where it's like a village, and you have to recruit these guys to help the village. That's not ringing any bells. I don't think you've done it yet, but... Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there was like these protectors that yeah. used to protect the place, and then they stopped for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of my more favorite side quests. I like that you had that to go cool. and get these people, and it was like... I felt like it was really in depth for a side quest, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I really like uh, like exploring Argonian culture and customs mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. And they're so uh, they're so varied. There's all sorts of different kinds of Ar- Argonian uh, cultures and stuff. Uh, they're probably you've said it before, and it's probably true. They're uh, I think they are my favorite race, even though I only have one Argonian. <laughs> But that's just because of, you know, passives and min-maxing yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, but as far as just, like, the, the what I like, like, as far as their character and stuff, I really like Argonians. Argonians are your favorite. They're cool. They're just so silly. And I like the, uh, like, the Aztec-looking kind of old, ancient uh, architecture and stuff. Yeah. It seems like they have, like, 
some of the more old lore in the game, but they've made it really cool because it's it's like they don't even understand. It's like, well, you know, this building's really old. We don't really know why our ancestors did. It's like so old that nobody really like remembers it or knows like how is they the, built is, it. Do they have a thing where they don't really let, really like keep records and stuff like that? Is yeah, that how they are. Yeah, oh, okay. That's they, interesting. The, even in this zone, there's a lot of talk where they're like, yeah, that's like really ancient and important, you know, civilizations that were built there. And it's like, we don't really remember how we built it or why we did it, but we really yeah. respect it. <laughs> now that you mention it, I did a side quest just this morning where, uh, yeah, some like village elder like was using some ancient power that their ancestors had been messing around with he's like i don't know what it does but <laughs> they did like they like totally messed everything up and you yeah. know of course i saved the day uh and they they said they'd pay me handsomely but you know handsomely to some npcs it's like 200 gold yeah there's some poor folks and they, <laughs> they ain't got a lot of gold not a lot of gold, not a lot of valuables. I'm like, thanks, guys. Appreciate I always, I always crack up when they like try to act like they're cheating you. They're like, I'll give you that information if you pay me handsomely. And you're like, what? And then they're yeah. like, for 49 gold. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You twisted my arm. You got it. Here's your 49 yeah. gold. Like- Anytime there's an option to <laughs> to pay or lie or whatever, just pay. Just yeah, do the pay. Just I mean, pay. It's never, there's, there's never a reason not there's to. There's one question. Unless you're maybe like... Level one, never play the game, yeah. hardly have anything, maybe, but... There's a quest in Blackwood where it's it's actually, you can pay, like, 50 gold or, like, leave the town and go do a series of quests. And they're like, which one are you going to do? And I was like, absolutely paying the gold. I'm not going to go collect this stuff outside of the city. I was like, oh I bet there God. are some players that would choose that option, though, just if... If that's what they're here for is quests and exploration and stuff, maybe they would choose that route. If I thought I was getting like more content out of it, I felt like it was just going and like just fetch. Yeah, fetch just stuff. killing mobs to collect something. Uh, like yeah. I, there's nothing more extra. I don't think that I could get. Oh out. yeah. Well, in that case, yeah, fifty gold. I just thought Easy. it was funny. I was like, I, who, who's 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 like that's oh, too steep for me. <laughs> Ooh, fifty. <laughs> Guess I'll go kill those mobs. <laughs> I'll be back in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess we can get into it. Um, so this is a, a new patch. It's a new meta, kind of a, a new paradigm. Uh, it's a lot different um, situation as far as PvP and battlegrounds goes. Um, and as far as as far as PvP goes, battlegrounds is primarily what we do, right, Davius? Oh yeah, for sure. So periodically, we like to do something that that I call the BG report, where you know, a new patch drops, a new uh, a new meta is in place, and right now that's very much the case. It's a it's a very new situation, so it's been a couple of weeks now, and I think it's a good time to just kind of check in and uh, and see what the situation is uh, in battlegrounds, how the different classes and different specs are kind of stacking up against each other, and just kind of making some general observations along the way. Probably the easiest way to um, so get through the BG report is to just talk about the class ranking, like how we think, uh, you know, who we think is the number one spec and just kind of go down the list. Um, first of all, I will um, give a little bit of a, uh, what's the word? Disclaimer. Disclaimer. There it is. There, there we go. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I had it on a whiskey, so. Uh, <laughs> um, 
You know, this is just uh, the BG report according to Scroll on a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online, right? This is just me and Davius. We play some BGs. This is what we seem to be observing, how things seem to be going so far based on what we see, you know? So some other Scroll on podcast, maybe they have a different, uh, a different take on things. This is just how we see it. So keep that in mind. So class ranking, number one. Oh, yeah. Davis, tell me if you agree. It's Magsorks again. Magsorks are back. They're back to being the best. They're back big time. Uh, To the point where, you know, I was saying this in Guild Chat the other day, like... I it's it's it feels weird like I'm like I'm getting so frustrated at magsorks here lately in BGs because just because there's so many of them and they're so good and so effective but it almost and it's like infuriating but it almost feels good to hate magsorks again (laughs) you know it's like like it feels good to be in in that kind of meta where once again magsorks are the ones that are everyone is just kind of mad at all the time they've retaken their throne and I can't believe that there was a point where I was feeling sorry for Magsorks a little bit. Yeah. I was, oh, yeah. you know, I was thinking, man, they used the to, mighty they used had to run fallen things. there for a yeah. while. Yeah. And then you just couldn't see any. And man, they, oh man, they are back with a vengeance right now. So I know we talked a couple episodes ago about how, um, these stat increases have hugely benefited all Magicka builds, but I think really they've benefited Magsorks maybe more than anyone else because, uh, the increased stamina pool, for example, not only is that good for dodging, blocking, breaking free, all that good stuff, but on a on a Magicka Sorcerer, that also means more sustain and more healing, uh, thanks to the ability Dark Exchange, right? Dark Exchange is the ability they use to trade stamina uh, for additional Magicka, and, uh, and it's a pretty good burst heal as well. Yep. So uh, just a free... Uh, extra stamina, extra amount of stamina in their stamina pool that just equals additional sustain, additional heals with without having to invest in anything. They just got that for free. Yeah, and on a good magsork, that is their sustain. I mean, that's almost, that's all of their sustain. They don't put any points into sustain. They just utilize that ability. It's very common for sorks to just invest completely into offense uh, entirely uh, and just use uh, dark exchange as their sustain tool. Absolutely. And similarly, Magsorks often don't need to invest in a large health pool like other builds do either because of their shield stacking, uh, which is a common defense of theirs, that artificially increases their uh, their health bar by quite a bit. Uh, and so it's pretty common even still right now in today's meta for Magsorks to be running around with like 25k health. Um, but, you know, half of that health bar uh, is covered up by a, a damage shield as well. Um, so again, they're not having to uh, invest into su- sustain because that's taken care of, and they're not having to invest into a health pool either. So they're just investing into offensive stats instead. Um, and by the same token, uh, I think they don't really have to invest in defense all that much outside of just their standard toolkit that they use for defense. You know, streak, uh, yeah. dark deal, have a, have uh, shield a, stacking. They have a little defensive ability called streak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that alone is a, is a very, very good defensive ability. But on top of that, the shield stacking, yeah. uh, dark deal, uh, and just the typical kind of back bar that you would see on a Magicka build. Like maybe they have uh, the Resto Ultimate. Maybe they have uh, Radiating Regen. Yep. Um, so they're just doing really, really, really good right now. It's infuriating because when Magsorks <laughs> are doing good, 
it's more infuriating than anything else because yeah. they become popular. More and more people start playing them. And because they're the only spec that can do lots and lots of damage from really long range. Yes. And when you have three or four Magsorks on a map and, and you're not a ranged build at all, it, it can feel just like utterly hopeless. Like you can't do anything. You're just a target dummy running around for them is what it feels like. Uh, yeah, it really feels that way. Like you just have to be on a Magsork to do anything in those kinds of matches it's not every match but it's a lot of them lately yeah and the and the and the damage you know the stat increases just were those were fantastic for mag sork you know they're they're three main the three main moves that a mag sork will get you with are the crystal frags haunting curse and mage's wrath and those mm-hmm. all were just massively buffed with those stat increases and the damage invested in them and man like you said that range uh, and it's hard you know it it's hard I shouldn't say it's hard. It's very easily to get frustrated with a bag sort, but it's hard to be mad at them because they're playing, you know, if they're playing the class right, you should never be able to hit them. You know, they come in, they hit you with everything, they streak away, and then they're hitting stuff, you know. And if you try to, you know, go after them, then they can streak away. You can't get a hold of them, so then you go away. Then they streak back, and they're hitting you at range. Yeah, it's uh, easy to get frustrated, but you can't blame them for just using their best skills. Yeah, right? I mean, that's the way to play is that you, you shouldn't be able to really, you know, hit them or get a hold of them. And then when you do, they can get out real quick. And they're just hammering, you know, these skills at range. And they're just pestering you from a distance. And you can't keep up with them. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, it's, and it's you know, people like to people like to complain about pet sorks and like zoo sorks. And that that's annoying as well. But even just... Th- taking pets completely out of the equation. If you're up against like a whole team of mag sorks, if you're Gosh. if you're a melee player, man, it can be it can be hopeless. <laughs> it can feel hopeless. Some of the BGs right now too, with you know, like you said, the, all of these sorks in there. When you're when you're playing a non-sork character in there, and you run into you know kind of a a fight, and there's a big dog pile of a fight, and then there's you know, streak happens, you finally get her out, you know, then streak happens again, five seconds, you know, and it's just like, sometimes you just feel like you're just tied down for half the match because there's just these streaks going everywhere. Yeah, and a couple of patches ago, it didn't, it's like streak didn't seem so bad because they were more limited in how much they could streak, you know, mm-hmm. like with these increased stat pools now, they can streak so much more and then, you know, they have a lot more stamina so they can get, uh, they can trade that stamina for Magicka to continue streaking, you know, so they, can, they really can just go on and on and on and on. Uh, and it can be frustrating because they can, they can just engage and disengage at will. And, and unless you have streak also on your bar, there's not a ton you can do about it. Even having a gap closer, it's it's not it's not enough a lot of the time. Yeah, and that and you said that engage disengage. That is it. I mean, how many times in battlegrounds have we, you know, we'll get a sork down, you know, he'll dark exchange, heal up, streak away, and then we'll just go ah, forget him. It's a sork, you know, we can't catch him. We'll turn around, pick a fight, you know, and then yeah, then he's back. <laughs> yeah, then he's back hitting us behind it, you know. Then he's right back hitting us behind. Both were in this other fight, and so it's just it's tough right now. It's tough. So mag sorks are back on top. It kind of feels good in a way, just because I like being in a meta where that's the case. But at the same time, it's I'm, I'm already kind of I'm already kind of uh, tired of mag sorks. Um, I would say number two on this list is stamina sorcerers, and it's it's for a lot of similar reasons, right? They have streak. That's that's a big reason. Um, also, like with mag sorks having an increased stamina pool, kind of the 
the the converse is true for Stamsorks, right? Uh, more yep. Magicka, because uh, they use the other morph, Dark Deal, where they, yep. they trade Magicka for additional stamina and health. So that's their sustained investment. They really hardly require any sustained investment otherwise. Um, so minimal sustained investment required, minimal defensive uh, investment required, I think, because of streak and dark deal, critical surge and vigor. In my experience, that seems to be a very effective kit for staying alive. Um, and they're just uniquely capable of stacking tons and tons of damage because they don't have to invest in those other things. So it's similar to Magsork. They just have a lot of stuff going for them that allows them to just invest in offense. Yeah, it's just that that built-in mobility, it's just it's just off the charts. And it's, it's just built in, you know. You don't really have to invest a whole lot to get that crazy mobility. And like you said, the damage just gets to pretty extreme levels. Yeah, and it's the same thing we were saying about Magsorks, where it, it can be infuriating because they can engage and disengage at will. They're, I, I don't know. It's, I think they're probably even better at it than Magsorks. They can't streak as much, but since they're stamina builds, they can they can dodge a lot more. They can run a lot faster and a lot further, and mix that up with streak. You know, it's. I think they actually have superior mobility. Yeah, and there, it's in with with Magsork and Stamsork. There's been so many times where. I'll get in a fight and a battleground, and this, and I know this isn't just me. Where, you know, you actually do end up with the upper hand on the sork, and you'll you're thinking, all right, I'm about to win this fight. They streak away, you know, you kind of chase for a bit. They get away, you're like, all right, didn't happen. Then you go, they re-engage, you know, they heal up, they re-engage. Yeah, now they have their ultimate, so they yeah. zip back. <laughs> and then, and they even if somehow you miraculously start you know get the upper hand a second time in the fight then they streak away disengage and then you're you know yeah. you're thinking dark right. deal get their resources back yeah. and, then, know, yeah. and then that third time they come back and they finish you and it's just like man that like <laughs> you knew it was yeah, gonna happen on that first fair. fight <laughs> it's just it was just it was just dragged out over three fights. it's like if they didn't have one ability slotted you would have uh, won that fight uh, yeah but that's how it is and you can't like you said you can't blame them yeah you can't blame them it's just good play it's good play uh, from a sort, you know, that's what yeah. they're designed to do. And really, I mean, you can't blame them for playing a stand sort either because a bullet point I made here is that they are incredibly fun to play. It's probably the funnest spec in my opinion to play in this game, even though I hardly ever play mine because I feel like <laughs> dirty playing it. It's, it's, it's seriously as easy mode. I think, um, if you like that kind of speedy kitey kind of hit and run play style, man, it's, you know, there's none better. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. The only way to get that speedy play style on different classes is you throw wild hunt. Uh, Sorks just kind of have it built in with streak. Yeah, and, um, and they surge. get um, uh, well, not critical surge, but hurricane. Their, yeah. their armor yeah, buff yeah, yeah, gives yeah, yeah. them that's, a, yeah, that's what I mean. a minor expedition. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's number two. Stamps work. Number three, in my opinion, is Magicka Warden. Um, now, not necessarily for their ability to get lots and lots of kills, but uh, they are by far number one group support, I believe. Uh, and when we're talking about battlegrounds, you know, I've said this before about wardens. It's pretty much true every single patch. If there's a warden on your team, you're probably going to win. You know, if the other te- <laughs> if if you have a warden and the other teams don't, uh, you're probably going to win. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where. You know, because I think Warden, Magical, or Stamina is pretty interchangeable here. But I do think that's why Magical Warden takes the spot here because 
if you're in a battleground and another and you're going against a team and they have a stamina warden, it's probably going to be a pain in the butt to deal with that guy. But yeah. if you're going against a team and they have a magical warden, their whole team is now a pain in the butt to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it, for sure. Uh, yeah, they they have bar none. They are the best supports uh, that you can put into a battleground, uh, in our opinion. Um, and at the same time, they, they have very good damage. They may not finish off all the kills, but they're throwing in a lot of supplemental damage. Yeah. They can hold their own in a 1v1 fight, no problem. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, plus the fact that they just, they just can't die more or less. <laughs> like you can't, you can't yeah. freaking kill a mag warden, especially if they're on a, on a decent team with, with good support and stuff like that. They just don't die. Yeah. And an emphasis on what you said. That's a note I made. It's just sneaky, good damage on a support build. Uh, they'll, you know, mm-hmm. don't underestimate, uh, the burst that they can throw at you just because it's a support. If oh they, yeah. On know. my Magden, on my Magden Lola, um, I play her strictly as a healer, but I, I cast sub assault every three seconds and it's like sub assault, then make sure all my hots are going and then sub assault, make sure all my hots are going. And it's just that over and over and over again, pretty much. Yeah, and she gets good damage. I mean, by the end of a match for a support build, she gets, she gets pretty good damage. Number four, I would say is stamina warden. And they're just kind of like the yin to the mag warden's yang, right? Like yeah. mag warden. Supreme support with very good damage. Stam Warden, extremely good AOE burst damage with also good group support. Yeah. It's it's interesting that the Mag Warden, best heals, best support in the game. Stam Warden, the best stamina support in the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's Stam Warden. They, they are unique in that they, they can straight up just be a healer if they want to be as yep. a stamina spec. Uh, and they can be pretty effective at that. I don't see a lot of stam wardens choosing to build themselves that way you know like most of them are just they're just trying to get lots and lots of kills and they're very good at that they get Um, lots and lots of kills (laughs) yeah if uh if a brawler like toe to toe just get in someone's face and duke it out um tanky sort of sort of bruiser sort of build there there is none better yeah stam warden stam warden is the very best at that play style uh, uh for sure it's really terrifying when a really talented player gets behind the wheel, you know, the wheel of a Stam Warden because it's, oof. Ah, uh, they just take on the whole battleground, man. <laughs> it's like and... not fair. You're like, hey, there's certain players out there like, hey, you can't, you can't play Warden. That's not fair. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't play Warden. Come on. You're too good to play Warden. <laughs> Banned from Warden. <laughs> that should be... <laughs> That should be a thing. Uh, like they, they should just get an email from Zoss. Yeah, like hey. you've been temporarily banned from this class because you're too good. We've taken Warden. We've reviewed some footage. We've taken Warden away from you. <laughs> uh, check back in six months. Um, and like Mag Wardens, they basically don't die. Like they 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 have incredibly good self survivability. That and like we said, they can have good group support as well. But yeah. especially their own personal survivability it's very difficult to kill a stam warden 1v1 and you know an underestimated thing about the warden is the best the best self-cleansing class in the game because it's just automatic and it's free it's i mean you you could maybe argue uh stamplar on that uh because they they can can cleanse pretty easily yeah um but uh well and also like they have that cleanse, and that's really their only magicka dump. So it's like easy to just cleanse as much as they need to. Yeah. Um, for the most part, but but you still you gotta very, cast you, it. <laughs> yeah, but you are very right about that, and that's just one of the things that like make 
both Magicka and Stan Warden so good is because they have such a complete toolkit. You know, they have everything. They have um, the important buffs that you need in your yeah. build, the important yeah. like abilities that you need in a build. Like, really, you can make an incredibly effective PvP build and not go outside of the class at all. Right. Yeah. Don't don't use any weapon abilities or anything, uh, and and have a, a totally like well-rounded complete build that that gets good results. They really do have a little bit of everything. They've got AOE, they've got range, they've got heals, they've got cleanse, they've got support, they've got the buffs. Uh, it's pretty yeah. wild. I think the like the the buffs that they have is one of the big ones. You know, I think that's a that, that gives them a lot of flexibility in how they want to like each player how they want to build their warden and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's really easy to uh, sort of cater your warden build to to play uh, the way you like them to play and have the have the stuff that's important for you in your build. Yeah. Um, so, which, uh, kind of brings us to, um, number five, which is stamina necromancer. I think they go very, they, they come very close to taking, uh, to like tying with stamina warden, I, I think on this list, but I think they do come down like half a notch basically because of, of, of all the reasons we were just now talking about with wardens having so many uh, buffs and everything that they need within their class, kind of the opposite is true for necromancers. They're lacking a lot of important buffs and they have no yeah. choice but to go outside of their class uh, to find those buffs and put them in their builds. So I think that brings them down uh, just a little bit. Uh, they also just don't quite have the survivability that wardens do. You know, like I, I can kill a necromancer once in a while. They are tanky. It's like they're a very good brawler. They're great bruisers. They can get in the in the fray and stay there and... They do great in that regard, but not quite as good as Wardens, I don't think. The one thing I will say, and this goes for, for Stam, Necro, and Mag, Mag Necro, but the one thing I'll say, and it's probably in my top three frustration points in a BG, is that when you do get them down and you're like, all right, they're an execute. Let me finish this. Let me get this kill real quick. There it is. Here the it Goli- comes. The Goliath transformation. Every time. You're just, Every single oh, time. there it is. There goes that kill. And, and it's... It's so demoralized. I mean, you just switch targets. You don't even try anymore. You're like, all right, well, that fight's over. I just, I unloaded, put everything into that fight, got him down. Now I'm just moving on to to the next fight or next uh, next character. Yeah. So I will say, I, I agree. They don't have the survivability, but the that is a uh, that moment when they switch to that Goliath when you when they're just about to you're about, just about to get that kill. It's oof. That's a that's a pain point. It's infuriating. <laughs> it's like that's why you miss the kill on necros, whereas with uh, with wardens, you you never even get them close no. to begin with. You know, no. they just never get there in the first. Wardens, place. you just beat on them, and they're you may get them to you know 70 percent health. It's like they forgot to up. look at their health bar for a few seconds. You're like, oh crap, I'm like eighty percent. I better hit a heal or something. Like. <laughs> you know? uh, like forget to glance down there once in a while. Like, oh, I better have it looked at my health bar in like five minutes. It's getting a little low. Um, so I would say closely behind stamina necromancers uh, would be magic and necromancers for number six. Um, primarily, I think because of their the support that they can provide to their team. Yeah. I think that's the primary thing that they bring to the table. Uh, I think they are the primary rival for for Magicka Wardens in terms of group support. If you're if you're not going to bring a Warden, could could you bring a, a Necromancer instead? Then is that yeah. uh, that I would I would settle for a Necromancer for sure. 
Yeah, and it's and it's a trade because it's not you know not that they don't have good support, but you're really trading that overpowering support for you know. A note I have is that Magnecro is the best the best CC in the game. Oh yeah, if you just want a CC bot, there's there's no substitute. Absolutely, yeah. uh, they're they're the best at that. They also have very very good heals. It just it doesn't always show up on the scoreboard. We've talked about it uh, yep. a dozen times. So I would I would say uh, in terms of killing power, I mean they can have killing power, but in the hands of most players, my, mine included, they they lack killing power. Now, Davius, we've seen a, a particular player. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a, a very strong exception. <laughs> a living legend. Oh, of Magro. The best Magro I've seen in a battleground. I, I haven't asked for their permission to use their name, so I won't I won't say their name, but. You've, if you've been if you've done a lot of battlegrounds if you've ever seen a, a magro that's just wiping every team <laughs> over and over and over again it's probably this person yeah it's the it's the old graveyard synergy I assume with harmony jewelry uh, build I've tried using this build before and I know it can be very very powerful but is it it is extremely difficult to actually land that combo and and, and get someone trapped not, in it not for this player <laughs> not for this player man he gets it every time and he manages to get it where he got he just got everyone in your group man yeah. in one single shot uh and i mean davis you play tanky characters you yeah. know it's not like you know it's not like we're running around just being all squishy and dying real easily uh that's just an incredibly powerful combo it, it, it'll kill almost anybody but it's so difficult to land and that synergy that graveyard synergy i think is on a 20 second cooldown so it's kind of like waiting for a whole other ultimate you know you gotta yeah. be really judicious about when exactly you choose to try to, to go for it because you're going to wait a while to even try it again at all uh, yeah, and this I, dude just he picked the right time every time and, yeah man. I mean we'll we'll do we'll have BGs and we even know the name now and we'll even say oh, okay he's in here be on the lookout for it yeah and we're even ready for it still, still. gets us three four five <laughs> six times you just yeah. and you, you just there's nothing you can do you just you just give him a round of applause you're just like wow master yeah, bravo well done. dude i let well my guard down done. for like a split second yeah. and that was that was it oh uh, yeah um it's impressive so they can it, the potential is there but i think it, it it's good. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of skill to to make it happen. Yeah, I've never seen another player uh, be that. That's the only macro I've ever yeah. felt threatened by. He really. he goes on the shelf. There's certain characters we see in a BG, so just will be that just will be immortal for certain reasons. I'm putting him on that shelf. The other one on that shelf is that dang skeleton tank in the BG that was <laughs> jumping around. I need to start like whispering these people and ask for their permission yeah. to like shout them out on the show, but positively, of course. That, you know. that player, you know, we've talked about him on here before. Uh, the only the only useful tank I've ever seen in yeah. a BG. He he <laughs> was, I mean, he was the perfect body block for his team. You could not hit his teammates. He was in your face all the time. He was Somehow, impossible to kill. He managed to be in all of our way uh, all, at get all the time. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, could not die. He, he was, was a nightblade. Yep, he was a master. He had a, he had um, that little skeleton polymorph, which just somehow made it even more infuriating that you couldn't get past him. And he was yeah jumping up and down the whole time, like just laughing at you. <laughs> yes. and, it's like he was mocking you as you couldn't you just you couldn't get around him. And you'd be like, 
I oh, forget this guy and then go focus one of his teammates and then like you blink and he's, he's it's no longer his teammate. You. It's like it's him again. He's like, jumping I'm up crazy. in front of you again. Like what is happening? <laughs> I can't shake this guy. Oh man, yeah. Oh, Dude, was, seriously, yeah. the only time I've ever seen a pure tank like win a battleground for his yeah. team. Like zero kills. Yeah, just couldn't. He just absorbed all the damage. Yeah, that match was crazy. I think we... You know, it's been a while, but we had our team had just crazy damage, but it was like two total kills. <laughs> yeah, those kind of matches are they they can be fun, they can be intense. Where it's like, yeah, there's like four million damage <laughs> yeah. like happening in there, but like hardly any kills. Yeah. Like maybe like like a five and three is like maybe <laughs> the best performance in the whole match. Yeah. You know? Um. So, yeah, uh, Magic and Necromancer number six. Uh, I think they're very, very good. Uh, like, I, like I was saying about Magwardens, if a Magwardens on your team, you're probably going to win. You know, it's also pretty true for Magcrow, unless there's a Warden on the other team, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Magicka Templar number seven. I would say Magicka Templar is like the exact middle. Yeah, that's the, the list. that's the note I have. They are the median of classes. They're the median class right now. Yeah, and that's not to say they're bad at all. I think Magplars are an incredibly great spot. Yeah. Um, and what I like about them kind of being in this middle is it's really perfect for how they operate. You know, they are – I think they're kind of equally good at offense and defense. You know, like providing group support, lots and lots of heals, and racking up lots and lots of kills, kills doing lots of damage as well. Um, they're kind of equally good at both. And I find that they, they do fall kind of in this middle area uh, as far as like how many of them I see out there, how, how effective they seem to be. That median description or that, you know, middle of the road description, it's by no means a negative, like you said, but they've got, they've got good support because they've got the Magicka, you know, they have the Magicka built in and, and Templar's got good support abilities. They have good damage. Yep. Uh, and they have good AOE with the jabs ability. Jabs gives both good damage and AOE. Uh, they just they're they're a good all around uh, build right now. And you there's a lot of different ways that you can build them uh, and still be effective with it. You know, you just it, yeah, you can even make really a pretty well. good ranged Templar if you want yeah, to. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're easy to play. I would uh, I would say as well. Like that's another like really strong thing in their favor, especially like someone who maybe is newer to PVP uh, or just kind of wants something that doesn't require a whole lot of, you know, intricate setup and combos and stuff like that. Like with a, with a Magplar, it's, it's pretty simple to play. You just gap close and jab for the most part. That's, you know? <laughs> that's our recommendation to new PVP players. Go get, go get yourself in a jab off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get you a good old fashioned uh, jab off. Uh, I, I, I had hoped we were we were done with jab offs. <laughs> so yeah, dead middle of the list, number seven, Magplar. I think they're in a great spot. I, I'm really Magplar has been one of the main characters I've been playing with here lately. Uh, it's been my go to. Really, really fun. Um, right below Magplar, maybe I'm biased. I don't know, but I feel like this is a pretty good spot for Stamina Templar, number eight. Just slightly below the middle right just yeah. like not not low not not super low on the list but technically technically below the the average right yeah i would agree with that i i think that's they fit right there in that spot um you know 
just kind of basically what we said, you know, they still have jabs, which is a fantastic AOE. Um, and on the, you know, on a stand bar, you can really jack that damage up, get it real high. And so that they, you can, yes. you can get though, you can get a stand bar hitting really hard right now. Stamina jabs is almost a different ability for magic of jabs because <laughs> like just by nature of being, uh, being a stamina spec, you can, you can crank that damage. Uh, and yeah, uh, Biting jabs, the stamina morph. It on on my on my stamplar, um, I think the tooltip totals like nineteen thousand damage, yeah. and then you factor in the burning light passive. It's well over twenty k damage for a spammable for yeah. a main and spammable. It's, and it's a simple rotation on stamplars. You know, you you throw in the power of the light, and then you know jabs, and then maybe throw. Uh, you know, on our stamplars, we have the the uh, the back bar um, poison injection, but. Uh, master bow master yeah bow. i mean really yeah it's really is just like power of the light and jabs yeah that's uh, your, you know, that's your like rotation an ultimate yeah. yeah and then whatever else you want to throw in there like we have a master bow uh you know and you might stun them at some point and, and throw in an ultimate or whatever but really jabs is most of it yeah uh, and that's that's another thing that i think is really great about stamplar is they have a really easy bar setup it's really easy to fit everything you need on the bar because they just have such a nice tidy succinct little package um jabs for example is your main spammable and it gives you your major crit buff mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about getting that from a potion or any other ability you just already have it um and also your armor buff, the the rune, is also your primary sustain ability as well. So those you kind of you kind of get to double up on that bar slot there uh, in a couple of cases. Uh, and the fact that jabs is most of your offense, you don't really have to try to pack a whole lot of other offensive abilities in there. It's just kind of maybe power of the light, maybe maybe a couple of other things if you want. You know, it just kind of depends. It's just it's just super easy to. I find myself on my stamplar like I have at least two uh, two slots that I could easily just delete and probably still feel totally comfortable playing my stamplar. Yeah, maybe the only class that I feel that way about too <laughs> is that yeah. it's you actually have extra bar slots for abilities that you can kind of uh, tinker and play yeah. around with, but that's usually pretty rare for a character. And just as as a stamina templar main. I kind of like the fact that Stamplars are in this area of the list, like just slightly below the middle. Uh, it's it's nice because nobody's accusing me of being carried by my class. Nobody's yep. saying anything is OP or anything like that. When I have good success, it's because I played well. It's because I earned it, uh, and 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 I enjoy that. Uh, and I have. I have success on this character more more now than ever before. I think Stamplar is as long as I've been maining a Stamplar, this this right now is the best they've felt. Yeah, I mean it goes back to with old Betsy. Um, anytime you go into a match, it's uh, it's always going to be worst case scenario. It's an above average performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so that's Stamplar number eight, number nine. This this one this one is a, is a is a surprise for me. I think I think stamina nightblade has been performing extremely well here lately. Yeah. If we had a most improved award, it would go to stamina nightblade for sure. Yeah. I mean they Just pat on the back. Good, bravo, guys! You've 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 made it. Welcome <laughs> to the big leagues. You finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean the 
the gank is real right now. It's when's the, the gank last is time real. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> that's, the, that's the episode title. The gank is real. <laughs> when's the last time that you've actually had to worry about getting ganked in a battleground? I mean, it's been forever. Yeah, like Flames of Ambition patch is kind of when it started, yeah. I think. Uh, like the patch before that, I guess you you still had to worry about it, but it, it wasn't Nightblades doing it. It was proc sets that Nightblades were wearing yeah. <laughs> that were yeah. that were killing you. You know what I mean? So it was hard to say that like Stamblades were doing great. Um, it's just proc sets were doing great. Right. Um, but it's a real worry in Battlegrounds right now. I mean, it's if you if you catch yourself kind of by yourself in a Battleground, your team's kind of running ahead, maybe you're dragging behind a little bit, and a Stamblade comes out of stealth and starts ganking you, uh, it's a real fear. Uh, when yeah. not that long ago, it seemed like, you know, if that happened, you'd kind of laugh a little bit. Be like, oh, look, look at look what yeah. this guy's trying to do. And now it's like, oh, frick. Um, they, they can hit so hard right now. And what I, what I like is they, they can play like a Nightblade. You know, you, it's not like we see all these Nightblades out there trying to play as brawlers and trying to like find ways to compete with DKs and things like that. They're playing like a Nightblade. They're using stealth. They're using these evasion tactics. And mm-hmm. it looks like they're having a blast. It makes me want to dust off my Stamblade after Whoa. years of neglect. <laughs> Don't you toy with my emotions like that. <laughs> hey, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> old Catface Johnson. It's Cat, too good of a name to, to sit on the shelf Johnson. forever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they're they're doing extremely well. Uh, I think the only reason they're below Stamplar is because most of the time, in my experience, Stamplar just beats Stamblade one v one in a battleground because uh, it's just easy anti stealth with jabs. Um, but it's good to see them uh, doing so well. The stat increases, of course, have benefited them big time because Cloak uses Magicka. Um, the the, tel- the teleport shade also uses Magicka. So really. Kind of like other classes we've talked about, they don't really need to invest in their offstat at all anymore. So that's just more investment they can make uh, into uh, into offense. Uh, and it's also pretty common for them to run low health pools as well because um, because of their evasion tactics and all of that. So yet yet more offense they're investing in. And yeah, they are hitting so hard, man. It, I like once again. I'm I'm like back to back to the old <laughs> days where that that in cap sound effect oh. like is terrifying you know it's been a long time since that's been the case uh yeah it's it's uh it's really scary again you, you know as soon as you hear that sound that thing things are probably about to go south i mean they get such a jump on you uh that you very rarely can you recover uh now once they get the the combo off on you it's rough it, it's good to see though i don't i'm honestly i'm not even mad it's like I can't be mad at, at Nightblades as long as sorcerers are doing what sorcerers are doing. You know, like I, I feel like oh, yeah. Nightblades are so much stealth is so much easier to counter than someone who's <laughs> just teleporting ten miles away. You know, we as crazy as it is, is this sounds. We say this all the time, Battlegrounds. Give me, give me, you know, five Nightblades instead of five Sorks. I would much rather yeah. fight uh, five Nightblades right now than five Sorks. And even the shade. Like the shade teleports the Nightblade away similarly to Streak as well, and it's really great for that. But even that doesn't make me mad because it's not like they can chain it together again and again and again. No. You know, they have to like place it on the ground, teleport to it, then place it again, 
run away, teleport back to it. It's it seems more fair to me, you know. Yeah, it's usually like a really good play. Like you'll be up on a ledge. Yeah, it's like a juke. Then, it's like ah, yeah, man, and then you'll go down, and then they'll go right back up to the ledge, and you're like, oh man, that was great. Look at him, yeah. right back up there. Well, well done. And then you, you work feel your like way back up to the ledge. Like ah, they they got me. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that is not the case when you see a sork streak seven times and they're across the map. Yeah, it's not a sweet like, play at all, just <laughs> spamming a button over and over again. Yeah. You just see them disappear into the distance and you're like, okay, well, I know he's about to be back in six seconds. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good on Stamblades. Good to see him out there. Uh, that's number nine. Number ten, I would say, is Stamina Dragon Knights. Oof. And this one hurts me a little bit to be this low, but I do agree with it. Yeah, you know, it's just if you want to play a brawler, DK just isn't it right now. You know, it's Wardens <sighs> or Necromancers, and they're it's true. They strongly outclass DKs in both they do. cases. It's just my stubbornness. You know, DK, it's... It's probably sneakily becoming my favorite class to play. Like my, st- I just love my Stam DK. They are so uh, simple, and like I like the the theme and the vibe yeah. of the of the spec. Absolutely. And I, you know, you know me with Templar. I got I got a history of Templar. I've got a lot. I've got three Templars, two Magclars, but my Stam DK is just. I just I just have the most fun uh, with that uh, with that character that build i can um, see that uh so i do agree with this you know i think a big struggle with them is the mobility struggle with them uh yeah. they, they, have, they have two struggles right now the mobility struggle and you know they don't really have class aoe they just don't uh, yeah outside of leap they don't have a lot of aoe uh yeah uh and also like I think, and it's such a shame because it used to be like totally the opposite, but they don't have a good solution for, for going up against ranged attackers, you know? No. Uh, and I think both Necromancer and Warden have great answers to that, uh, but but DK doesn't. They just have to kite, you know? Uh, and it's yeah. in, in today's meta, it's hard to, to just build tanky enough where you can just straight up tank it out standing there, unless you're a Warden. Um, yeah. <laughs> unless <so>, you're warden, <laughs> yeah. I like that little, little disclaimer. It's like the fine print. Unless you're warden, yeah. Um, uh, that's the truth, but, though. I mean, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. With that mo- that mobility is they don't they don't really. It's kind of what I what I mean by that. They don't have the mobility to hang with with good range builds when they're getting hit. But like you know, we're talking about mag sorks. When there's a mag sork streaking around and just hammering you. You know, with crystal frags, it on a stam DK, it's just tough right now. There's just not a lot you can do. It's you know, my stam DK is built to be tanky, and it's just you just can't build tanky enough to just sit there and take those hits. Yeah, uh, and they can't like stack abilities to like like line up the single moment of extreme burst the way the other two brawlers can, right? Like a like a warden. Can cast sub assault, get their ultimate ready, uh, and and really burst down a few people at a time uh, by lining those things up. Necro can do the same thing with blast bones. With a with a DK, you know, you're you're probably going to be for for all of these. You're probably going to be a dizzy swing spammer. You know, that's for most of these brawlers. That's that's what they're doing, yeah. and you really got to make those 
those moments count when you're going to go for the kill. You you got to be able to stack that damage and get that kill quickly. And DKs just can't do it. It's just dizzy swing, dizzy swing, dizzy swing, leap, dizzy swing, dizzy swing, dizzy swing, leap. You know, and maybe put some dots yeah. on them as well. But that only goes yeah. so far. I mean, and and that's the struggle right there. They don't have that that big time AOE um, burst. You know, they don't have the blast bone. Like you said, they don't have the blast bones or sub assault. That's that really good AOE burst that kind of you can, like delayed burst I think yeah is, delayed is burst that you yeah. can combo with other things they just don't yeah. have that so you're gonna have to you know they have dots that you can try to throw on there but it's just not gonna equal out to that same burst yeah and you can make a good like you could put deadly strikes on a DK and have a, a pretty good dot build for sure but but they still they still don't compete with the other brawlers I don't think like their survivability just isn't there uh, and the and the burst just isn't there yeah, kind of how you were talking about, you know, Stamplar. That's where I feel about Stam DK right now is that I think that's part of the reason that I have a lot of fl- fun when I play this class is that when I do have success on my Stam DK, you, you feel you can feel pretty dang good about it. Like you can feel you really feel, good about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. So that, Certainly not being carried by your class in that piece. <laughs> uh, so I, it is a little sad to see it on the bottom of the list. But that being said, it's still. Right now, that's that's probably my character in class. I'm having the most fun playing, just just continually. Yeah. Well, that, that's still uh, Stamplar for me. Has been for a while. Yep. Um. So this one, I'm a little conflicted with number eleven. Uh. So Stam DK is number ten. Number eleven, I would think I would say is Magicka Dragon Knight. Although, I don't. I think I say this, I think I have said this every single time we've done the BG report. MagDK is low on the list, but it's only because they're unpopular, not because they're bad. Uh, and <laughs> I really don't think they're bad. Uh, it's just that they don't get a lot of finishing blows. You know, their, their kill yeah. count at the end of the match often isn't all that high, even though they might have 30 assists and, you know, millions of damage. Yeah, their damage is right up there near the top. They just, they don't have that, like you said, they don't have a finisher. Yeah, like they get a lot of their kills stolen uh, uh, and that sort of thing. But, you know, I think it's not uncommon when you do see a good mag DK, like they'll be number one on their team in a death match, but they'll have the fewest kills. Um, You know, they're very, very good. And I think if you're team minded and if you don't, Mine's getting your kills stolen. You know, I think that's the way to approach it as a mag DK. Like you can put out a lot of pressure. They're very good at CC as well. Uh, and just kind of, you know, just keep applying pressure to enemies. And if say, you know, be hopeful that you have a Sork on your team or be hopeful that you have someone with some sort of execute on your team to finish those kills for the team, you know? Yeah. They're very uh, much a team build and sneaky, good support. Yeah, and just by by virtue of being a Magicka build, uh, they they have very good support. So they're not as bad as they seem. I don't think they're just unpopular because they don't get a lot of killing blows. But um, but I think they're really good. I've been playing on my Mag DK quite a bit. Uh, it feels really really good. Like I said, I'm often you know have some of the best damage numbers, uh, some of the most assists on the team, even though I may not have the most kills. Their survivability seems excellent right now to me. Uh, like um, coagulated blood is so strong right now. It is such a strong uh, personal heal, um, and I'm I'm just really enjoying MagDK. You just don't see a lot of them out there at all. And I would even say you're really preferring your MagDK over your Stamina DK right now. Oh, certainly, certainly. Yeah. MagDK is way more fun than Stam DK, I think. Whoa, uh, 
Those are fighting word numbers. I would I would put Stam D- the only reason I put Stam DK uh, one notch above Mag DK is uh, just because you s- I see more of them you know I think just sure. stamina in general is more popular than Magicka. Um, Stam DK is the party class. So I don't care what anybody says. That's the class that's having the most <laughs> fun at the party. <laughs> uh, yeah, you may be right about that. They're, they're probably like loud and brash and like patting people on the back a little the too stam, hard. The Stam DK is the first guy doing the keg stand at the party, guaranteed. They're like uh, Robert Baratheon. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're living life to the fullest. So, yeah, this seems like a contradiction. MagDK is near the bottom of the list, but I actually think they're very, very good. Um, you just don't see very many of them. Now, at the bottom of the list, uh, and perhaps deservedly, probably actually <laughs> I think deservedly, um, Magicka Nightblades. And I think they just live at this spot for as long as Battlegrounds have existed. I think Magblades are the worst. They're, they're the just, worst of all. <laughs> the, the note I have is that they'll just forever be the PVE class, right? I mean, or is that open just what world. They, are? they can be open really great world. in open yeah. world, open uh, world. Uh, or in, in, in Cyrodiil, like, or in uh, Imperial City, they can be pretty good. Uh, but just in, in Battlegrounds, man, they can make okay healers, but not, not as good as, you know, maybe they're better than Dragon Knights at healing, maybe, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, their killing power just isn't there. I mean, they, they can do lots of damage. They certainly can do lots of damage, but their combo is highly telegraphed, extremely easy to counter. You don't even have to be a super good player. You know, you just have, have to have <laughs> encountered a handful of mag blades in your time and you know what to do. Um, not that difficult. Um, they're fun to play. I really like mag blades. My first real main was a magic and night blade and, I enjoy the play style, um, but I hardly see any Magblades out there in Battlegrounds. And when I jump on mine and jump into a Battleground, I can clearly see why. Uh, I, I get by far, by far, the worst results of any other class. And I'm very comfortable on a Magblade. Like I said, my original main, I've, I've played thousands, literally thousands of hours on my Magblade. Everything is just totally muscle memory uh, and still... You know, I, the worst results of any of my 13 characters. You've you've tried. Yeah. Nobody can I've say tried. you haven't tried. Lots and lots of times. Now, that's not to say, of course, there there are always exceptions. There's a handful of exceptional players out there, and I've ran across some Magblades that I, I don't want to see again, you know. Yeah. Uh, there are good ones out there, but not very many of them. Not very many at all. And then... Kind of honorary mention, we'll say, may, I guess maybe number 13 would be werewolves. Not a class per se, but a spec for sure. Yeah, they're kind of like their own class. I mean, if you're if you're seeing a werewolf, they're they're all werewolf. They're, they're their, their own, own thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, where are I, they? Where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is I don't really know where to rank them because I haven't actually witnessed their performance all that much in Battlegrounds. I, I really... Haven't seen enough of them to even get an idea of how well they're performing. I assume not great since I'm not seeing very many of them. Yeah. I don't remember the last time that we've seen a werewolf in a VG. So so there you go. Really quickly again, Magsork, Stamsork, Magden, Stamden, uh, Stamcrow, Magcrow, Magplar, Stamplar, Stamblade, Stamdk, Magdk, Magblade, and Werewolf. That's the VG report. There it is. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not all the BG <laughs> report. 
Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Save the plug. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, well, there's just a few more remarks to make here. But that's pretty much uh, the the class ranking, I think, uh, uh, as I see it, as me and Davius see it. Um, as far as stamina versus Magicka, we had a whole discussion about this a few episodes ago. But um, just within this context, personally, I feel like Stamina and Magicka feel very, very well balanced right now. I've mostly been playing on Magicka builds lately, um, and they feel really great. Even though I think Stamina builds, aside from Sorcerers, are kind of getting the most kills for the most part. That's, as we've said before, as it should be. Um, But I feel like now that procs have been toned down, the volatility of the Battleground is is so much less, I feel like my Magicka builds can kind of breathe a little bit and just kind of let that healing power that comes with being a magicka spec uh, do its thing and you can kind of feel comfortable just kind of hanging out in a brawl and keep those heals going even as a you know an offensive spec uh, character um, so anyway feels pretty balanced yeah. to me uh, who, who knows who could ever really say if anything is truly balanced or not uh, but it feels pretty good in that regard to me I, yeah I would say it feels pretty balanced I think that magicka is definitely at a level we haven't seen it at for a while uh and mag sorks are only you know furthering that level yes. um, i would even say uh you know i think it's important to note depending on the the battleground map um i would probably rather go against stamina players you know just in particular the the lava map or the portal map with the building in the middle you know the kind of runes in the middle yeah those are tough maps if you're going against good magic players where it's just there's not a lot of stuff to hide behind or they can go through those portals and just unleash on you from up above um there's certain maps where i would much rather go against stamina players than than magical players where uh they just have that range on me and i you know there's there's difficult either difficult places to get out of the way or they're going to be up high and you know you're distracted in a fight uh, while you're just getting pelted from up high yeah um yeah, the map absolutely can make a big difference as far as like which specs you prefer to go up against uh, and which ones you don't. Um, so anyway, closing remarks, I guess. Uh, battle battlegrounds feel really, really good right now. I think really no matter what spec you choose outside of Magblade and maybe Stam DK, you're probably going to have a pretty decent time uh, as long as you're. You know, you you know what the limitations of the class are. You know what their strengths and weaknesses are. I think a lot of times people try to, you know, make this class have play as though they have all the strengths of a different class, and that's that's not how they're supposed to work. You know. Yeah. Um. But anyway, BGs are cool, and that is the BG report for real this time. <laughs> um, we've been playing a lot of BGs here lately. Oh yeah. Um. I've been spending a lot of time in the uh, solo queue, which is a lot of fun, but it spoils me. And on the the couple nights a week, Davis, when you and I get together and we start doing some uh, <laughs> some duos or some pre-mades, it's like, whoa, I got to, okay, I got to wake up. It's a different, this is not the solo queue. Uh, Things are different. Uh, it's different. I mainly have not been doing the solo queue very much. And you even said, you know, man, you, you need to go and hop in the solo queue every now and then. It's a good we'd confidence had, booster. It is. You know, we had had <laughs> some frustrating, you know, nights where we'd, we'd had some pretty tough ones. And you're like, you know, just, just go and do the solo queue for a bit. And, and I did. And it is. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit 
it's a much more chill battleground space. It's more chill and I don't know, it's just it just feels like you can do a little something a lot more. Uh and you know, make no mistake, you run into incredible players. A lot of the players that you see in the group queue, you you also see them in the solo queue. Uh but it's like they're often kind of off by themselves or if there are their teammates are around them, they're not super well coordinated. So yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a lot easier to kind of make something happen uh, in in the solo queue. Obviously, that that you know that tracks. You would expect yeah. that to be the case. And that being said, I still very much prefer group queue. That's still uh-huh. the bread and butter, and I very much prefer that. But I do think that there's at least a place for the the solo queue for sure. Yeah, I like the solo queue. It's kind of like I think of it kind of like as unranked mode, even though there is no ranked <laughs> mode. But it's like. I could just kind of jump in there. It's a casual experience. It's kind of keeping my skills sharpened, even though I'm not being super sweaty. Uh, that way, when I do jump into the sweaty match, I might have to get a warm-up match to kind of wake up and, and get ready to play for real. But at least my, my reflexes and everything have been kept in shape by by playing in the solo queue. Um, I don't know. It's fun. They're, they're both fun. I think I'm with you. I do prefer the group queue when I can do that. But lately, if I'm playing solo, I do play on the solo queue here lately. Um, my, my main, this patch so far has been my Magplar, Butch Mahoney, wearing Heartland Conqueror, War Maiden with a sharpened, uh, lightning staff on the front bar, uh, Maelstrom Resto, Ring of the Wild Hunt, and One Piece Vulcan Scoria. Uh, and that's the build, man. I'm really digging it. Yeah. This, I can tell that this is your favorite build so far, this patch. It's kind of, uh. It's it's got a little it's got a little Betsy to it, yeah. Uh, but a little bit of group support and utility kind of tied in. Not that Betsy yeah. doesn't have that, but a little bit more advanced version of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Betsy has a lot more damage, but like this character has pretty close to to that amount of damage and, and, uh, and that support, and it's just so fun. Like when when I've done say like I've done four or five BGs with this dude, and I'm like good and warmed up, and I'm like in the zone. That feels better on this character, I think, than almost any other character, including my main, Betsy, because it is a Magplar. It is a healer when I want it to be. Yeah. And um, with Ring of the Wild Hunt, and it's an orc. He's, he's an orc. Um, he's very, very speedy. And he has um, Race Against Time. So he's just super duper fast. Uh, and it's just like constantly flip-flopping to my front and back bar, like between offense, defense, offense, defense, just at a moment's notice, just what... Like from one global cooldown to the next, I like. There's oftentimes I'll be in in the middle of like one v oneing or or fighting another in, fighting an enemy, and I'll notice one of my teammates off to the side needs a heal real quick, so I'll just bar swap, breath of life, bar swap again, go back on offense. You know, just like in the moment, just <laughs> boom, 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 like just making those quick little snap decisions to keep to keep things moving along. Being in that kind of zone on this on this character is so much fun with the mobility uh, on top of it. Uh, I can't get enough of it. Whenever I'm just looking at my character select screen and who do I want to pet play with, it's it's hard not to choose uh, Butch Mahoney, my Magplar. You're getting you're getting great results with that character for yeah. sure. It's 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 been going really well. It's fun. And it's light armor. Heartland is in light armor. It's uh I think it's three M pin, four divines. Um, I I strongly recommend it. Absolutely. What about you, man? Who's been your your main squeeze this patch so far? Well, so uh, probably 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my Magpular. Not not that not that my Magpular has been my main squeeze, but talking okay. on Magpular. Okay. Uh, I'm not getting the same results that Old Butch is getting, but I do I do like the direction that my Magpular build is going. Um, I think that if I just give it more time, then it could. I think it could really work out. I really like the build idea. Uh, it's just a little bit different, and so I think I just need to get used to it a little bit. Is that the uh, one the that build, you put Clever Alchemist on? Yes. Yeah, so the okay. build, is, it's five-piece War Maiden, which, you know, that's basically the Magplar set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, five-piece Clever Alchemist, uh, one-piece uh, of Vulcan Scoria for the spell pin, uh, the Wild Hunt Ring, and then the Back Bar Maelstrom uh, staff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's still very, very similar to, to my Magplar, but you very got that, similar. that Alchemist on there. Yeah, so I did the five-piece alchemist, and then I have three infused jewelry pieces with the alchem- uh, alchemical acceleration. Ah. Uh, so basically, the clever alchemist, you can only get that. It gives you 675 spell damage, which is massive. Huge. Uh, but you can only get it every time you drink a potion, and it lasts 20 seconds. And you have a 45-second cooldown on the potions. Well, with this alchemical acceleration on the glyphs and infused... Uh, I can drink a potion every 21 seconds, so I can basically only have a one-second downtime on Bas- that buff. Basically full uptime. Right. And just, so make, just keep your potion up and your, your your damage buff is up. Exactly. and it's So that's a 1275 buff for all my Templar Magicka abilities, essentially, is what we're looking Oof. at there. Yeah. Uh, which is massive. And so this guy, he can hit hard. Uh, it's just, it's uh, it's weird to say, and maybe it's just me. But it's weird having a potion available every 20 seconds. Like it really going from, you know, we jump from character to character when do BGs and jumping on this one. It's such a difference in timing that it it really takes, I don't know, it takes extra time to get used to to it and get the timing down. I bet so, because for as long as we've been playing, you just kind of get used to a certain rhythm. Yeah. You know, like you just kind of instinctively know like it's about time for my potion to pop up now right and then yep there it is and uh yeah i imagine that would be weird yeah so it's i'm still i still need to just give it more time to get the timing down but uh you know it and the the great thing about that is that's 675 spell damage so i'm getting my heals are getting buffed uh you know just like we've talked about with magicka uh this character's got good support uh good support on the back bar uh, and then it can really lay into the damage, you know, when it gets when it gets going. And so, uh, and I do have Wild Hunt uh, on on this uh, build as well, just like your Magplar. So we've got good speed. I love speedy Magplars or speedy Templars, <laughs> really. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, it just it feels really good. And so uh, I am having a lot of fun with this build. I just need to give it more time, get a little bit better with the timing. Um, we need to do I more think... double Magplar action. That's always a great time, especially yeah. with these because they're similar. Like they're they're fifty fifty offense and defense, and we can just yep. kind of help each other out in whatever way is needed. You know, we can both go double offense, double defense, yeah. or one or the other. You know, both and just have mix the it up. speed. We do yeah. need that. We need to do at least together. Both got we both got the the speed with Wild Hunt and Race Against Time. We also have a toppling charge, so we're just like zip zapping. It's almost like playing a, a Sorik sometimes. Yeah, and I, I have a note of that. Wild Hunt, the Wild Hunt ring with the ability toppling charge. It, yeah, and race against that, time. Like, all, that, just, those three combined. Those yeah. three combined just feel so good together. It's great. Butter. 
you're just yeah because you're just slipping in and out line of sighting kiting like with the greatest of ease and then that, that toppling charge is an incredibly good mobility tool. You don't realize yes. how many opportunities you have to just get close to some other enemy to get you get yourself yeah. out of trouble. Uh, yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, so that's, plus the fact that it stuns as well. It's it's so good. Yeah. So that's that's the Magplar build. I I would have to say that the build I'm probably as you referred to the main squeeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the build I'm excited about, I would have to say, is my Magicka Necromancer, my Mag Crow. Uh-huh. Uh, just because this is a build that when the patch notes were happening, I really thought I was going to have to deconstruct this build and start it over. Uh, it's the never-ending Nord. This is the one he was built on health recovery. Very yeah. impossible to kill. He's a support build. Uh, my stubbornness... Uh, made it where I refused to give up on this type of build. Because uh, health so, recovery was nerfed heavily recently. Massively, yes. Yeah. Uh, with the Battle Spirit buff, they now have a 50% reduction to your health recovery, which that did not exist before. And I do think it's a good thing. I do think that's a good thing. It yeah. was just kind of tough with this build. But I just doubled down on health recovery. So the build now is five-piece Beekeeper. Uh, five piece Willow's Path, which <laughs> I joke that I'm one of four people using that set. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who uses Willow's Path? <laughs> uh, the Gaze of Sithis Helm, uh, one piece trainee, and then a back bar Maelstrom uh, Resto. How's that uh, Sithis Helm feel? I love it. I, I have tested this build out a little bit, and he is still the never ending Nord. He's still very difficult to tank down. He, he feels. By far, still my tankiest character. I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> we, we did some BGs last night, and yep. it happened. It, it happens like it always does when we duo <laughs> with that character. I died. It's like nineteen second respawn time. I wait. I wait. You know, I go get some popcorn and come back. I, I respawn. I run back to the other side of the map, and you're still there, just getting like target dummied by four people. Uh, like, oh, welcome back, buddy. Uh, love it. So let me just let me just read these max stats, and these are no CP in in battleground stats. Uh, these stats are just the juiciest stats of all my characters here. Just. <laughs> Just mad max stats here. Uh, <laughs> mad max stats. I like <laughs> 40,000 health, 40k health, uh-huh. 30,000 magicka, 21,000 stamina. Ah, uh, just a great max stats. All the stats 2,300 magicka recovery mm. and 2,300 health recovery. And that's after all the nerfs. That's He just sits at a flat 2,300 uh, health recovery. Very nice. So he's got, I mean, I will say his spell damage is, you know, that's where he's, his spell damage is low. And that's kind of where he's making up for, you know, these stats and things like that. But with the support build and what he is, uh, it works. His heals are still great. You know, he still uses the um, uh, the mending, uh, spirit mender. Uh, he gets good heals, good support. Um, and that, you know, that health makes him incredibly hard to take down with that health recovery. Um and, uh, as always, you know, the, the fun part of this build is that I will throw, you know, I'll pop that Goliath form, um, because yeah. that ramps your health already up. at 40k health. Are you ready for this? 75,000 health in Goliath form. That's too much. <laughs> What's <laughs> Which, the AOE damage that you're dealing yeah. then? So the AOE damage for that, 
you know, it, it it's based off your max health. So the AOE damage in that Goliath is 4,500 per second. Wow. That's like almost so, like a Destro ult. Yeah. So it it's a lot of damage. Uh, you know, it's nice to have just because he's very hard to tank down. And when they do finally get me down, I can pop that Goliath for him. And then really... You know, I need to look at the probably deeper into the stats, but I would be willing to bet at the end of a battleground, probably 50, 60, 70% of my damage numbers are just from that Goliath form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not bad. I mean, obviously his heals numbers are a lot better, but his his damage numbers always surprise me at the end of a match. I, I don't expect him to be as high as they are. Yeah, because you're not really like trying to I'm not to focusing on damage, damage at all. I mean, yeah. he, he, is, he is CC... Uh, very CC focused on the front bar and then just support focused on the back bar. And so I'm really not trying to do damage. I'll throw blast bones in there every now and then, but uh, it's mainly just trying to do CC and, and support and heal the team up. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's worked out really well. Like you said, last night was a good uh, round of testing for him. I kind of finally uh, changed some, some stats around and, and really got it where he was feeling really good last night. Yeah, I agree. He was feeling great. I was, um, I was play- I think I was playing on uh, Betsy, right? Wasn't I on Betsy when yep. we were playing? You're yeah, on Betsy, yeah. Um, which is a pretty funny pair because uh, your macro is pretty slow. Oh, that's he <laughs> is super slow. He is a he's he's moving like molasses. He's and walking through a swamp. Betsy is crazy fast. <laughs> um, I just I just imagine that you're just doing laps around the map, and every time you pass by me, you pick up some heels, and then you just go through another lap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I try to stay in a vicinity, you know. There you go. <laughs> uh, like at least two roll dodges away from the healer. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I got to mention Betsy uh, just because she's my main. She's still my favorite and she's feeling really good. I don't know. That's Betsy. <laughs> uh, Stamina Templar, Bone Pirate, Deadly Strikes, Master Bow, Wild Hunt. Uh, like like I said, worst case scenario, Betsy is above average. That's that's the worst case scenario. She's feeling really good. Weirdly, you know, she doesn't benefit. Stamplars in general, I don't think, benefit from the stat increases as much as a lot of other specs, right? Like getting all that extra magicka. It's nice because I can spam cleanse more, but I don't really need to spam cleanse yeah. all that much of, of more. All the, you know? Of all the statement classes, they use Magicka the least, it seems like. Yeah. Like I already, before the stat increases, I was already putting zero investment into Magicka. Yeah. So um, that doesn't really help me out. But, you know, the other stat increases obviously are fine. Uh, and like I said, the, the spec... Like we were saying during the BG report, the spec feels really, really good uh, and is a lot of fun to play. And I think a speedy Stamplar is the way to go. I know that they're designed to be like a stand your ground, like Paladin sort of tanky sort of spec, I think is kind of the way they're designed. But they a Speedplar works really, really well. And it's a lot it of does. fun. It does feel really good. You, you, you finally sold me on it and I have... Uh, crossed over into that side and it's uh, it does feel really good i i'm fully on this side of the fence now and then my magica warden uh lola i am extremely Oof. pleased with this uh, character right now there's a couple of patches there where i was like man my warden just doesn't match up to my magra i don't know i don't know what to do uh well, well now she is 
greatly surpassed my macro in, in terms of group support, I think. Now, enemy suppression, that's always going to be the, the macros thing. Um, sure. But as far as just straight supporting the group, she's so just, good. Just ridiculous heals. I, I, I don't want to know the truth to this, but I'm pretty sure your Magical Warden, Lola, is the reason my Stam DKs, my... The class I have the most fun with. Because we always I usually, play them together. <laughs> we almost always play them together. So I'm pretty sure the stand, my stand DK is one of my favorite classes because I'm always running with your Magical Warden. Yeah. So I don't want to know the truth if that is the case. But uh, uh, I, I don't. I, I, I just, you know, I'm just going to keep pretending that I just stand DK is fun no matter what. Oh, we had someone... Join the chat. Dr. Professor joining oh, us once Dr. again. Dr. Professor. You're a little late, buddy. We're uh, we're at least halfway still through counts. this thing. Hey, still counts. Still, still counts. counts. No, All right. no need to worry about any streaks. <laughs> hey, if you would, if you're going to talk in chat, Dr. Professor, go up to that Scrolling Podcast text channel. It wasn't there last time, but I created it um, since then. Be a little less confusing for people that are in the general chat that are not listening to the. Look to at the this. Recording. We're getting fancy. This is next level right here. Yeah. Got multiple text channels. Um. So um, the the Magden build has been feeling so good, and I think this is this is the spec. This this is the armor setup that I'm pretty like locked in on. Um, so it's, uh, it's five pieces Gossamer, it's five pieces Curse Eater, uh, which is only complete on the back bar because, uh, Curse Eater only procs from direct heals and I only have direct heals on the back bar. So no big deal to, to lose that from the, from the front bar. Um, and then it's a Master Fire Staff on the front bar and, uh, Mighty Chudan Monster Set. Um... Of course, we I talked quite a bit about Gossamer last uh, episode and how Major Evasion is uh, incredibly valuable uh, because there's so many incredibly powerful AOE attacks that uh, that Major Evasion uh, protects you from. Um, so that's great. But since I've been playing with this build more since then, uh, I've really come to like uh, Curse Eater almost equally uh, as much as uh, as Gossamer. That's that's one thing that I have to say about your Magical Warden is that not only are the heals just through the roof, uh, they're just crazy heals. There's so many times where I almost will just put my hands up from the keyboard and mouse when I'm playing and I'm just like, all right, I'm dead. Here it is. And then I'll just look at my health bar and be like, well, well, wait a minute. No. Oh, no, I'm still alive. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to live through this. Uh, heals yeah. are ridiculous. Uh, but at the same time. Those heals are crazy, but there's there's so many things that are adding to the tankiness of my character that that your magical warden is giving, uh, yeah. while at the same time putting enough pressure damage wise to keep people honest. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like helps. Like she doesn't get a lot of kills of her own, but she's definitely like gets a, a ton of assists, and she's in there damage wise. Like you know, she might get a a, a million heals and like five hundred k damage that match. Um. But uh, Curse Eater, man, it's so good. It cleanses, uh, I think, three negative effects every eight seconds per target. And it's just like, it's basically, it seems like it's guaranteed almost every time I need it. Like if someone has a, a Venomous Smite or a Haunting Curse or something on them, I just heal them and it goes away. And it's, it's yeah. so nice. 
Venomous Smite, Haunting Curse, and uh, Vatishran Destro. Those are the three that I love that Lola is just cleansing off of me. <laughs> uh, Vatishran Destro can be cleansed now also. Oh, yeah. Very, very oh, yeah. nice. You better believe I cleanse it off every time. That thing does not <laughs> stick to me. I've been maining only characters that have cleanses. So, uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's great. I think for support, Gossamer and Curse Eater... That's about the best combo I've found. I could see like um, Spell Power Cure maybe taking the place of Curse Eater. That could be a good substitute. Um, but uh, I could do that, but I've just kind of made the decision. Like I want I want more defensive buffs in my build rather than more offensive buffs. Just, just for fun, I don't know. It might be terrible, but just for fun, we need to take Lola and my main uh, Magicka Templar healer. Uh, and you just take Lola and Davis into battle. Just into troll a battleground. Uh, just, just see if we could just get two full out damage dealers. They just they wouldn't even ever have to think about heals. They would have all the defensive buff, the cleanses, the ramp up in damage. That would be that would be pretty hysterical. Or what if you made a magic warden and then we <laughs> doubled those up? I've told you I can't make a magic warden because I. I am terrified I'll never play Davius again if I make a magic warden. <laughs> you gotta it make just, a magnet. <laughs> it'll just, I'll hop on, and it'll be a support, and then I'll, I'll play like three battlegrounds and be like, well, there's just no point. Just gonna to delete my, my main now. There's no point to my main. He's <laughs> just inferior in every way, so that was awesome. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, gosh. That, that probably will happen. Because as yeah. much as you like supports, you, you would love, love yeah, magnets. It's, it's just... It's yeah. It just it would put him. It would put him to pasture. You'll do it as soon as you think of a good name. It'll it'll happen. I know. <laughs> as soon as the name you can't comes resist to a good me, name. I do have to talk about my. I, you know, I do have my my mag DK. Uh, there's been some name oh. changes. You know, there's been some struggle with names, but we've we've settled on one. In case for all those out there worrying about it, uh, the bald <laughs> skald. Great name. It's my, my mag DK's name. The bald skald. It's it's locked in. What what locked level what levels you know? Uh, he's in the teens. I'm kind of leveling okay. him up slowly. You know my style. For whatever reason, when there's an experience event going on, I don't level. I just don't think about it. And as soon as the experience ev- experience event ends, then I'm hopping on and do it and leveling. It's just the worst, <laughs> the worst strategy ever. Is how is how like I you intentionally avoid no. grinding or it's just no. you don't think of it until it's over no, i just don't think about it I, it's like i, I see, don't I start see. it's like i don't log in and go you know what i'm gonna level this character and then i log in it's, and then i'll look and it's like the event ended yesterday and i'll be like well dang. <laughs> that would have been nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would have been helpful the, the experience of it um yeah man so um i guess the builds we've been playing with um, we already talked quite a bit about Blackwood at the beginning, but just to kind of circle back around, um, Davis, you finished the, the story. You finished the whole entire zone. Give I us just finished. kind of a general impression. What do you think? How do you, how are you feeling about the, the expansion? Uh, I really like it. I, I will say the, um, the main quest line really ramps up for me i would say like the first 75 percent, it was just kind of eh this is fun it's kind of average but the last 25 percent of it i had a lot of fun and got really into it i thought that was really cool uh, okay i think i'm kind of coming up on that right now and i've been enjoying yeah. it so far so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to what's coming without giving it i'm not going to give any spoilers away but i highly 
recommend and that you do the side quests, do all the side quests before you finish the main quest, which oh, okay. I, I have to point out, I really like how the zone is kind of designed because I just naturally did that. I actually naturally yeah. finished all the delves and side quests just by kind of, you know, finishing the things in the area. I kind of finished all of that side stuff before I got finished with the main quest. And so that kind of naturally happened. That's but, been my strategy. And I find, yeah, the, the, the zone is laid out in that way really nicely. Like just, yes. I've just been following the main path. And then when I get to an area, I just kind of do the stuff that's close and then continue on to the main quest and then do the stuff that's around there. And I've just been completing the map slowly, but surely that way. Yep. It is yeah. laid out really well, but they, they, no spoilers, but they do kind of reward you if you do finish the side quest first. That's all I'll say. So I highly recommend oh, okay. it. It does make it uh, a lot more fun. So. Side quests are so worth doing, too. The, the yeah, ones that really I've done, are. there's a lot of really good ones. Well, and, and and great rewards in this zone. You know, you get, you get uh, there's a couple, you know, the sets in this zone are pretty cool or at least interesting. Uh, and so I've been actually saving the, uh, the, quest, the quest reward pieces just... Yeah, putting them in the bank. I find I'll probably find a use for them at some point. Yeah, uh, Lady Laurent. We already talked about that. Was a, a fun little quest, solving those puzzles and stuff. It was it was neat. It wasn't too hard, but it was fun to to figure yeah. out, and it was silly. Heme Jaws, of course, always hilarious. That was a great uh, quest line. Yeah. Um, I think Evelie Sharp Arrow. Uh, when I when I found out that she was kind of the main uh, NPC f- for this expansion, I was not super hyped i'll be honest but i actually she actually really won me over i think that uh this npc is pretty cool actually she's very uh upbeat which i i enjoy quite a bit um yeah and i think that that voice actress has improved quite a bit uh since since we've first seen this character i think uh some very good voice acting. I like the updated costume as well. I'm not sure exactly when they updated the costume, but uh, it's it's a major improvement over the old one. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I don't know, I, I ended up enjoying that NPC a lot more than I was expecting to in the end. Or, or yeah, I, thought, so it, I thought it was a good uh, main NPC. I think it worked out really well. I will say, and maybe I'm alone on this, I was not, I honestly was not crazy about the Daedra lady. Lorenth? Laurent. Oh yeah, um, I haven't seen a ton of her so far. I'm, I usually like her, but she's she's interesting. She's kind of funny, but I haven't seen a ton of her so far. Just like a few I, times. I, yeah, I, haven't, I just I wasn't crazy about her in this in this thing. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just I just thought I just wasn't like overly wasn't overly impressed with her. But overall, like how she's like kind of amused by mortals, but she's also like totally a Daedra and might kill you any moment just for her amusement. You know, <laughs> she, like. that, is, that is very much her style. That is true. It's very much her style. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I had a lot of fun, fun with the zone. It's, uh, did get it all finished. Time to move, you know, it's time to head back to East March for me, but, uh, it's cool mucking it's, about uh, in Argonian land. I, I like all the Ar- Argonian stuff. Uh, it's, it's neat. And it's cool to see Argonians kind of get a proper expansion you know, Mer- all they've yeah. really gotten so far is Merkmire, which was a, a Q4 DLC. Kind of overlooked. Felt yeah. Like, felt like a lot of people overlooked it. Overlooked. Uh, yeah. Also, like, a, that was a very unpopular patch as far as PvP balance goes. Like, it was a dark time. <laughs> <laughs> the dark times. The yeah. Merkmire times. Uh, uh, I do have to say, companions, I know you don't have one yet. I haven't, uh, I haven't unlocked one yet. I'm having fun with it. You're it's enjoying a lot it. It's fun. 
Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm not, you know, really maining it or, you know, just really putting a lot of time into it, but it's a nice little side thing. I've actually unlocked it, uh, with a couple of my characters. There's a couple of cool things. So the number one thing I'm having the most fun is the companions look. I'm like making them match my, my character that has the companion, but not put them in the exact same gear. I would have it's assumed like a, that that would be your main that's, thing. That's to do my strategy. They have to match, but it can't be the same gear. And so that's, that's been fun. Right, just, it complements your character, but it's not a copy. Exactly. But I really like uh, kind of the way they've done it. So when you unlock a companion with a character, you can go and set them and set their costume up and give them a mount. Well, then when you unlock it with a different character, you still, you get that same companion at the same level with the same gear but you can create a totally different look and mount for them, and that's only based specifically to the character. Okay. So when you log in with a different character, it'll automatically pull those different looks for the character, and I thought that was really cool. But they'll have, like, the same build, essentially. Same build, same level, and even same... Uh, I can't verify this one, but I'm pretty sure from looking at it, you know, they have a, how much they like you. I think that's shared between your characters, too. Oh, interesting. Okay. At least from what I could tell, that seemed to be shared for me. I could be wrong on that specific one, but I was looking at it and it looked about the same. And I'm a little bit higher than where you started. And Does yours like about you? The same. Uh, a little bit. Like okay. I have the I have the girl. I think her name is Miri. I could be wrong on that, uh-huh. but I, I thought she was the cooler of the two companions. Uh, I yeah. think she likes me. It seems pretty difficult to move that meter. Um, I do know that if you accidentally grab bugs out of the air, which I accidentally all the time do, uh, she gets very mad about that. So <laughs> that was kind of a bummer. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> anytime I'm like opening doors and a bug flies in front of it and I grab the bug, she's always real disgusted. And I'm always like, ah, dang it. <laughs> Wait, does she just feel sorry for the bugs or what? I think, I think she's grossed out by it. I think that's what it is. Oh, okay. Like just it. don't, she's, she's grossed, like you touching the bugs. Yeah. Like, don't shake my hand. Out. Yeah, she's grossed out that you're grabbing bugs and smashing them up and getting their like. All I bits see. And stuff. It's like but a clean thing. I've never purposely grabbed a bug out of the air in this game ever, uh, but I bet I've grabbed a thousand of them on accident. So. Wow, that's amazing. I don't know. I don't. I definitely haven't done that a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always accidentally doing. I just uh, you know. I've just, grabbed. I've grabbed a few. Like maybe we're trying to loot a flower or something. Maybe uh, there's always a bug that flies in the way. Yeah, I've, I've probably already done it ten times with her on accident. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I haven't gotten one yet. I'll, I'll do it whenever I stumble upon the the quest that that gives it to me. I'll, I'll do it and, and mess around with it. But I'm not in a hurry. I don't I don't anticipate getting super into it. But I'll just I'll check it out. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, also, you know, just for fun, I'll go around and, and kill the. Uh, the rift and east east march world bosses i'll just kind of go in a rotation uh and it's kind of nice just having an extra little bit of dps as i'm as i'm going through the boss it's i can notice it uh you do notice it i do notice it uh i can't tell if i notice it probably how i more so notice it is when they pull aggro of the boss off of me it's kind of like a little breath of fresh air for the fight have you noticed Uh, is there a taunt can you give them a taunt um I haven't looked at the 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 guy companion. 
uh, I would, I'm almost positive you can because you can give them different weapons. And so I'd be willing to bet. Oh, Dr. Professor that, says, yes, there's an uns- yeah. undaunted skill. That yeah. Does. So if you did the, if you, if you, you can unlock the guilds with them. So undaunted mage guild and fighter guild. And if you do those quests, you can unlock new skill lines for them. And, and as Dr. Professor just said, the undaunted skill line, uh, has it. And that, that's what I was going to say too. what he just said. I bet oh, so they have unlocked. access to those skill lines, or is it like a special version of those skill lines? I, I think it's a special version of those, but they okay. also have access to special versions of the weapon skill lines. So depending on what weapon you give them, it gives them different abilities there as well. It's pretty, okay. it's pretty vast on on the customization there. That's good. That that sounds pretty cool. I I would like it if. I haven't I haven't tested it for myself, so maybe we'll see. But from what I hear, it's like their power potential is is quite low. So that's I think that's really the main thing that's like keeping me kind of cool on this. But if if you could actually get a little something out of them, if they could actually be a somewhat effective tank, I could get into that for sure. <laughs> you need somebody just to take a beating while you while you just DPS. There you go. Uh, Doctor Doctor Professor says you actually have to do the mages, fighters, undaunted dailies and stuff to level those skills up i wonder if you can purchase them for your companion like you can for yourself <laughs> uh, uh god that, that would be such a be waste easy. of crowds <laughs> i'd be willing to bet you can't do that probably but, not I'm, I'm curious to see how quickly like is it is it an incredibly slow grind or if i wonder if that goes relatively quick i i have not the same as your those. own character uh, I've just done the regular built-in companion abilities, and then I have her with a bow, and so I've given her the bow abilities. But I've just kept it her her action bar with that so far. Okay, cool, cool. That sounds neat. I do have it where she can heal me, which is nice when I'm fighting the bosses too. She can throw some heals my way. I think there's a possibility that I could get more excited about companions in the future maybe as new companions are added you know with uh or as they expand the companion system in different ways like it would be great if you could uh like say use an appearance change token on them and give them a, a custom name uh, that would be pretty cool i, I just wish you could like choose a choose like a personality for them uh and that kind of stuff personality form would be really cool i just wish you could put helmets on them i know that that'd be nice they, too I know that they didn't do that because they want to show off these companions, but I just, it makes no sense to me why they want all these NPCs. Everybody's running around with these same two companions. Why do they want all of these exact same people looking around? Like if you could throw helmets on them, at least it's going to seems like something diverse. Seems like something that would, will likely be changed later. Yeah. I would, I would, I would think. I need two things. I need a helmet on the companion and I need, I need a Nord companion. I need that to happen. <laughs> oh, it'll happen. We'll get Nords. We'll get Khajiit. We'll get Argonians. I bet it's gonna happen. I, I'd be willing to bet that they'll probably do it by race uh, uh, as they start releasing them. So yeah, that's kind of our impressions of Blackwood. I, I've been enjoying it. I'm looking forward to finishing it up. Uh, it's a pretty good expansion. Um, there's really not much else going on. Uh, there was a maintenance patch with s- some random fixes for quests in the new trial. They apparently fixed the block cost bug. That's pretty nice. Uh, they also fixed the the item set bug. If you're not aware of this, there was a bug that basically disabled your five-piece bonuses for your armor sets whenever you would port to a new zone. So you'd have to unequip the entire set, all five pieces, and then re-equip it to make it start working again. Really annoying. So that's apparently fixed. 
There's also a bug that affects a lot of ranged abilities where they have a much shorter range than they're supposed to right now. There's there's no mention of that in this patch, uh, in this maintenance patch. So as far as I know, anyone who's experiencing those range bugs, I, I know snipe is one of the abilities. I know it's not an issue for you, Davius, with your <laughs> point blank snipe. I build. have not noticed that. That hasn't been an issue at all. <laughs> <laughs> um but I know I've seen people say that um, like they don't have normal range out of snipe, and uh, and there's there's some others. So no mention of that in this maintenance patch, and it, it's probably a minimum two weeks before we could expect another maintenance where it might get addressed then. So that kind of sucks. I've mostly been playing on on close range builds, so it hasn't I haven't noticed it at all. Uh, but I've seen a lot of complaints about it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of talk about it, and it's kind of led me to to stay away from range builds a little bit until. I don't, I don't really want to run into that. <laughs> yeah. So that's really all the maintenance patch. There's really not a, a lot of other news right now. Really, it's just kind of at a, uh, at a time where it's just time to, to soak up this expansion, soak up this new meta, do a whole bunch of BGs and just and just get into it and enjoy, enjoy this new situation that we're in. I've already, you know, I can't get enough of Battlegrounds right now. Um, yeah. I, I just do. That's why I haven't completed the expansion yet because I keep just getting taken away to go do more and more Battlegrounds because it just... <laughs> The meta feels so good right now. I know, you know, no matter what character I pick to play on, I'm probably going to have a good time more than likely. Except my, except my Stam DK. <laughs> um, emails <laughs> and shout outs. <laughs> I had to put that jab, little jab you in just, there. You throw it back to the Stam DK. <laughs> Uh, emails and shout outs. We didn't get any emails this week, but uh, a quick shout out to Mowards and Starpulse. Uh, we, uh, we were doing some BGs just last night and, uh, we happened to notice, uh, midway through the match that, uh, those two were on one of the opposing teams. And, um, I think before we really realized that we had gotten into some, some fights and had, uh, you know, we weren't so nice. Uh, <laughs> but once we realized things, they, they just started kind of acting goofy and we were just like totally ignoring each other and avoiding fighting. And it was kind of funny. And it, uh, well, it did create some pretty funny, uh, in, in BG moments. Didn't they, cool. at one point where they like pulled out, like they did like slash loot or something like yeah, that. They, they pulled were, like, out like the instruments. I looked up, <laughs> I like looked up top. Uh, they were up on a ledge and they like had the instruments out and I was like that that's awesome that's, that's we were all awesome, getting right? like like mentally psyched up like okay it's time to get sweaty you ready let's go let's go let's go and then it's like oh that's it's Mowards and Starpulse playing music <laughs> uh, yeah it was, uh, it was a good one so good shout sure. out to you guys uh, sorry if we uh, got carried away I, I have a bad habit of not paying attention to nameplates when I'm fighting people I just see a health bar and I go for it uh, yeah. and then I don't realize who it was until after the fact so apologies if um, you know for, for, for whatever we gotta we gotta give a shout out to Dr. Professor for, for joining us live again yeah thanks Dr. Professor for making this uh, have the appearance of a legitimate uh, production <laughs> I um you're 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 in on the on the on the scam. He, he makes us he makes us real. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Um, we do have a guild named oh, Students. Here we go. Guild. Here we go. Everybody. No, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be for real this time. Let's enumerate all the benefits to being a member of the Students Goons. Gosh dang it. Um. <laughs> You get to take up one of your five guild slots. <laughs> it was a setup. Um, Everybody, it's a trap. Run. Turn around. See. He's setting us up. 
We're getting a new uh, guild hall, right? Did, did we get? Our, we how, do. What's what's happening we, with the guild hall? We we got a new guild hall. It's the uh, it's it's my my permanent home now. I officially made it my permanent home. So uh, uh, travel to player to Davia Star Jumper, uh, and that'll get you to the guild hall to to at Star Jumper on PCNA. It's in East March, where you know it's where our home should always have been. Good old East March. Uh, we've got, we've got some good stuff in there. We, I'm still, uh, I still need to work. I'm still working on getting the crafting station. You know, uh, I did, I see what you've done here. I didn't realize it was in East March. You're, you're, you're sneaky. <laughs> Relocated oh, this would be a perfect guild hall, you know? Like, I mean, I'd do it if you want. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll decorate it. What do we're, we do? we're home, everybody. Sneaky, we're home. sneaky. <laughs> Uh, we do have the, we got a trial. We have one of those trial, uh, um, the full trial dummy. Very nice. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Trial dummy. We have the, the well that restores your ultimate. Uh, and I will, uh, get this crafting situation figured out. Uh, I got out. a transmute station too, right? Transmute station. Got the transmute station. Yeah. We got to get the students favor, uh, crafting stations ASAP. We also have a Nord guard that walks around in case anybody's worried about that. And I only have six sets of Stoon's favor in my inventory, so I need <laughs> I need the six. Oh, we gotta get that. Gotta get that taken <laughs> taken care of. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but probably so. Heartland Cocker would be a more practical, but yeah. it wouldn't be nearly as funny. I'm struggling. I, I'm probably still leaning towards Stoon's, just because you know if we're gonna. <laughs> If we're gonna do this, we're gonna we're gonna go all out. But we'll see. I, I I'm since not since when has this guild been about being Efficiency. practical or useful in any way? Yeah. I, the useful comment wasn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, anybody has feedback? Let me know. You guys want things moving around? Let me know. Uh, but yeah, stop by, check yeah. it out. It is like ninety percent uh, finished, decorated. So. Stoons, goons, the guild, you know, it's, it's kind of a joke guild. We make jokes about it, but we do have a real community. It, uh, it's, it exists in the discord primarily. Uh, you can email us at scrollandpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to be a member of Stoons, goons or the discord or both, um, the discord is really where the action's at. It's where we have theory crafting discussions. We share memes. We just chit chat. We, we have ideas. We, sh- we share, we, uh, we have all sorts of like, um, just build discussions where like Dr. Professor qu- quite a bit here lately is like, Hey, I've been thinking about what kind of build could I make with this set? And then we'll all just kind of chit chat about it for a little while. And it's a lot of fun. I really seriously, I could, I could do theory craft discussions all day, every day and never get tired <laughs> I could of it. Too. I'm 100% um, there as well. So um, it's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, scrollingpodcast at gmail.com. I'll get you an invite to the Discord. We can group up, do some BGs, uh, uh, whatever you want there. And I think that's a podcast, right? That's a cast. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We will catch you next time. See you then.